हेलो गुड मॉर्निंग आकाशवाणी टर्बिथिया सो दिस मॉर्निंग आई वोक अप थिंकिंग अबाउट वट्स कैन बी माई टॉपिक डू द पॉडकास्ट बाई नाइन ओ क्लॉक एंड बी कैप्टन ओ क्लॉक सो द टॉपिक दैट हैपन दैट टुक दिस लॉन्ग टू काइंड ऑफ फॉर्मुलेटेड टू समथिंग सम सेम्बलेंस ऑफ टॉकबिलिटी इज फर्गिवनेस बट वॉट रियली गॉट मी ऑन टू द माइक इज द आइडिया ऑफ सहजरारा इंसिडेंटली पिक्चर्स ऑफ गॉडसेस एटलीस्ट इंडियन मैथोलॉजी या द लक्ष्मी सरस्वती एंड ऑल ऑफ दिस पीपल दे आर सिटिंग ऑन अ लोटस या एंड आर आइडिया ऑफ सहसरारा एज अ थाउजेंड पेटल लोटस इज ऑन टॉप ऑफ अ हेड and uh, these images are saying that they are sitting on a lotus so i think we've got our legos a bit higgledy piggledy you know um the order is not uh, we haven't understood the order the way it needs to be because we say it has right on top of the head but they are sitting on a lotus so uh hear me please as i take back to the previous podcast yesterday's which was which was speaking about ashes of love in that jinmi is a uh saint as a healing uh, from the healer from the holy healers community clan and uh, she talks about when when eating food she talks about cleaning the inner inner dan and um, as um, as that would give the essence of the food and to nourish the being so cleaning the inner dan is another word is another word for cleaning the inner alchemy like we take vegetables from the earth say carrots beetroot and then we clean them so that we have the essence of it and not just we are not eating the mud there is benefit to eating mud too but um there is benefit to eating just the essence yeah and when you clean it so in the practice of nirbij yoga it's about cleaning our inner alchemy yeah such that we are having pure conscience clear clean um pure consciousness clean conscious clear conscience in the idea of nirbij yoga when um in the idea of um mercenary intelligence in the paradigm of mercenary intelligence when we say uh pure consciousness clear conscience in the paradigm of mercenary intelligence there's another word it is pure consciousness yes it's clear innocent conscience where the innocence is what maintains the um inner the cleanness of the inner alchemy that that maintains the pure conscious the clear conscious conscience and pure consciousness the innocence and what it takes to maintain that innocence is what makes nirbij yoga distinct from other forms of um health maintenance so and when practiced uh sufficiently have you heard of the th- have the people say you know my heart dropped into my stomach so this is more like the lotus from the top of the head drops into the to your to the bottom of your tail so that you're sitting on it yeah <laughs> does that make sense now the the images of these goddesses and uh, gods you know where they say they are they are sitting on a lotus i think 
is probably what they are talking about. They must have practiced Nibiraj Yoga. Because otherwise that image cannot make sense. And I also say this because our ancients have found a very interesting way to represent symbolically the uh, wisdom they have been able to comprehend over time. Like people with four arms or six arms and you know four heads and so pretty interesting representation. But then that's the most effective, efficient way from the technologies they had to communicate message because they didn't have the internet at that time. So what was the best way to symbolically represent the, you know, like conceptualize the knowledge they had, like in one form would be like four headed people or six arms or so many armed goddesses and gods and colors. And so all of that just encapsulated and in human form. So we don't, we, I don't know. And, and sometimes they also represent animal heads and, you know, those kinds of things. So in an image, the message is communicated. Like a picture speaks a thousand words. Here's like, you know, so much of information, data encryption. It's not, well, you can call it, as, yeah, it's also data encryption because it's all contained within that, within a, within a symbol, a, an image. And if they're moving, that's like, a, if a picture conveys a thousand words, a movie conveys a, how many words? Yeah. So they have stories from these images, these so many hands and headed people and, you know, different uh, differently abled people moving around having a story so so much information communicated with that is communication yeah mass communication with the available technology available yeah with available resources ingenious now to have the lotus draw from the top of the head to your bottom of your tail so that you're sitting on uh, the wealth of health wealth and wisdom yeah, see how effective an image. Because we don't see people with, uh, with lotuses on the top of their head. Except when we, sh when we sh see these yoga people uh, representing how the human body is. That's, only, that's the only time when we see the lotus on top of the head. But we don't see the gods and goddesses with lotuses on top of their head. So there's a reason for it. Because these people are uh, most sanitized. Their yoga has uh, come more to place. Yeah, so the other images with lotuses on top of the head are uh, stages in development. And uh, we are referring textbooks that shows, you know, lotus on top of the head. Hatha Yoga. Hatha Yoga is yet to evolve. That is why we have Nirbhij Yoga, people. And Nirbhij Yoga sits on Dharma Pada for Soul Satisfaction. Yeah, Dharma Pada for Soul Satisfaction. Sits on the soul and wholesomeness and sits on nothing. As a fractal and we say nothing is at the heart of everything so we've got our stuff together so also represented by you you can see images of goddesses so those are proof that mainstream intelligence has got our stuff together that's like further proof of you know what we've been talking about this and then oh my god I'm talking about Nirbij Yoga in terms of mythological terms. And uh, um, Hatha Yoga, I'm not going to call it as, okay, I can call it as Hatha Yoga, more like in, an attempt to bring things together. Yes. But I have been tending to call them, call people who are not practicing Nirbij Yoga, who are not yet a member of 
Muslim intelligence as hadith. You know, this and that, contemplating from here and there, and uh, yet to come to humanity across boundaries. Different levels of extension, contraction, relaxation, um, formation, yeah. So, stages of development. Now, that, that seems a little... Um, if this sounds condescending, it is not. It's more like presenting stages of development. You don't know there was to think about. So you have the pictures on the walls. You do puja for your deities and all of that. So now there is something to look more closely at those deities you do pujas for. Because those are also symbolic representations. So now from puja, you will begin to start contemplating what is that you are showing your puja and you know doing your bhakti for. Because then uh, um, perhaps the books from the pedestal will begin to just come out and you begin to start reading something. But uh, well, that, that also um, becomes possible as you contemplate on what is that is there in front of your eyes that ancestrally many people have been doing pujas and you've been going to these religious temples and all of that and uh, including the image of uh, uh, Jesus on the cross I've been calling the person as Jesus because it's kind of I thought it was nice J.S. Huh? because they've also said that you know the language was written in Hebrew so I don't think they call it Hebrew so I think like Hebrew so it makes sense I kind of like the he that it's looking like spelling or something and, and pronounced as different. Which is a lot of my concern with how we are pronouncing Sanskrit, several words. It's like, you know, the words are clumped in particular ways that give certain meanings. But you need to kind of move the Lego pieces a bit. So that you're understanding Sanskrit differently. I think Sanskrit is a phonemic language. It's not a syllabic language. I think it's a phonemic language phonemes and then syllables and then then constructs from that so we may be you know putting the lego pieces very differently and understanding is like a little bit like the blind men and the elephant you know we may be putting these words these sounds very differently and hence calling it as an elephant as a as a wall or a rope or you know, different parts of it and not quite seeing the elephant Having said that, I need to come to why I was thinking about forgiveness and then I came to the lotus at the bottom of the tail. You know, you're sitting on the lotus. So that common sense drops to um, where you can sit on, you know, you're sitting on health, wealth and wisdom. Um, which is also like your bum. We sit around on a bum but not quite know what is it we're sitting on. Um... That includes me. It's more like a close call to, you know, what you should be doing. But I'm speaking. I'm also speaking in terms of, you know, Varadahasta. Forgive. Forgive is uh, another word for uh, Varadahasta. And what that means is, if you've seen the Buddha or uh, the image of Salvatore Mundi, yeah? You've seen, you may see that uh, the palm is kind of in a hail Hitler, not a hail Hitler. What's it? It's more like uh, uh, oath position like when you're taking oath you raise your hand up and you put you place your palm in front of your face perpendicular to 
your face no <laughs> parallel to your face okay parallel to your face and uh, so that's a bit like varada hasta no that's abaya hasta varada hasta is more like the uh, you turn the palm downwards okay me got my um names a bit mixed but you got two palm positions yeah one with the palm up uh, like fingertips up the other one with the fingertips down yeah so this uh, fingertips up is uh, abaya hasta and uh, fingertips down is varada hasta so what that means is if you don't pour water the water doesn't go to the next receptacle yeah um but it also means uh, when you have uh, abaya then you also have varada so like you know prudence don't just um give without having your uh, safety limits um in place yeah otherwise you don't know if you are uh, um emptying out yeah like you need to give uh, having sufficient so that your your coffers are not going empty yes so maintain sanity maintain prudence and then give and then give so let me say forgive um people may be doing their different things yeah uh have you heard of the thing they know not what they do like for example we have different violence practices hatha hatis yeah they do this and that um, all of these uh, contortionisms and uh, the kind of breathing oh my god i did not think that i'll have to come and teach people how to breathe how to eat how to f- drink water how to sleep how to work how to have fun how to clean i mean i did not think i'll have to do this but i was thinking you know buddha has already um mr buddha he's come and done a lot of teaching a lot of books and all of that and then i was thinking why are we having this like this because when when we when we kind of um, in primary school you know when i was thinking about uh, some things and i was thinking we should have already had in all of this i mean the things that i was talking about like i was talking about reason and i was uh, thinking there are so many ways by which this is understood it should have been obvious i mean i'm i'm born now in this century we sh- and these people have been around since like so long so we should have already gotten it why is this not so obvious i should be going further from there but then it's like what i'm saying is completely alien to people a lot of people and okay and then uh, and then you figure out sab mujhe hi karna padta hai like i only have to do this and then you figure out what is happening and now over so many years i've come to you know i was i actually read a message on facebook that says now somebody is going to come and teach you how to how to eat food and how to drink water and all of that stuff that seems like i what that, that's what i'm doing right now but i didn't know that i would have to do that oh my god when you watch how people do hatha yoga oh my god that's not how you breathe that's clearly an indication that they were they have read about how to you do yoga from books and they don't know how to put these words together because they have been putting clumping these syllables phonemes and then in malayalam they say chakka mulaguti palli what that means is chakka mulaguti palli these are these are four words chakka is jackfruit mulag is chili tea is fire palli is lizard yeah so in malayalam when you like put it all together and read it it reads chakka mulaguti palli and you can't understand what is that they're saying 
unless you separate separate out the phonemes and syllables and then make sense of each word so that's like how we are reading a sanskrit and we call it sanskrit when it is samskrit samskritam so i'm also a creature of habit so everybody keeps saying that so i've kind of cookie crusted with sanskrit when actually if you look by panini's um, ashtadhyayi he's talking about it as samskrit samskritam which is how in malayalam they say samskritam so i've been looking very closely at how malayalam is pronounced because how much of samskrit samskritam is part of our language and then there are there is a several other languages also mixed up but i am so proud of being a malayali i didn't know what is a language that i am born into yeah as my mother tongue so i'm more carefully looking at what is this language that i have not been speaking so much in i've been speaking more in english because that's more the language that i found that i can communicate better or more like more people are speaking in english so i might as well learn english and very few people know malayalam and i born in uh, you know born in kerala but brought up in kgf so and kgf is a place where they speak kannada tamil telugu and hindi and gujarati in so many languages including english and hindi too yeah um so i i've been born brought up in a place where there is a mix of so many languages so which is a language in which i could communicate effectively talk about existential angst i found english is the language that even in school also they keep saying you speak in english so i might as well just become better proficient in english at least i can try and communicate and i'm still struggling with communicating what i'm talking about why because we have hatha yoga we have all these different violence okay different practices that are actually legalized and illegalized violence so we are how we maintain health is through several layers several eons of figuring out how better to live life so that we are lot of people are staying alive and uh, hatha yoga and uh, um allopathy and ayurveda and uh, so many forms of medicine and life maintenance practices our economy came and then we have we don't we have our limitations and then we are figuring out how to go beyond them which is why maritime intelligence as an enterprise has a role to play because there are several news um originals which helps people think that they didn't know there was to think about and this and guess how i came to discovering this by noticing you know why are things like this and then you figure out you know what is something is missing and then you figure out what is missing and then you figure out people are breathing like this this is not how you breathe normally people and this is not how you eat food you got to clean the the inner alchemy and then i figure out you have to clean the inner alchemy of, of people who are eating the food who are breathing who are drinking water working who are uh, cleaning who are uh, sleeping yeah you need to clean the inner alchemy of people which is why because the people don't know how to do that is why we have the different practices we have guess how long it took to figure that out i had to watch ashes of love yeah and then figure out the word uh, jinmi was saying as uh, um inner dan cleaning the inner dan inner alchemy and then i figured out okay that's another word by which i can communicate what i'm saying so i'm speaking from the language of silence yeah the sounds of silence these are all sounds of silence i'm actually speaking from you contemplate on in silence in nothing and 
without any movement and that's how what nirbijuga is no 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 sounds no movements no visualization and all of that stuff and there's no use of anything nothing without even moving a muscle so that's how i figure out uh, some things like this and i'm speaking from uh, contemplating on you know what is missing the presence of which would make a difference that was where it began and then it comes to this is what is missing the presence of which would make a difference and then i need to speak it and uh, the textbooks say one of the things the, what they say is the self is where the mind and words attempt to reach but fail to and uh, as i was contemplating on thing, things i figured out that it is that sentence was said because either they did not try hard enough or they didn't know what they didn't know because of which it, po- it was possible you know describing the indescribable for example is a pathway to coming to describing the indescribable yes some versions more closer you're more closer to you know what there 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 and then i'm speaking from a language which most people like talk human you know talk like normal people uh, and then i'm figuring you know what things have not been normal until since a long time so even if i speak normal you don't know what is normal so i'll have to speak in words that uh, other than normal people can understand so that you are coming to normal so that things are really becoming normal like humane original humane intelligent not just intellectual yeah but intelligent i'm facilitating meristem intelligence and i'm figuring out i'm figure that i'm I'm actually teaching Sanatana Dharma and Sanatana Dharma has not been thought about as Sanatana Dharma since a long time it's been like something that you chant from textbooks and you're reading the textbooks <sighs> legos here there yeah because I'm practicing yoga with the lotus on top of the head when it has to drop down to the bottom of your tail and you should be sitting on it well you should be sitting on it well walk you talk you move all of that stuff healthy wealthy wise so you can sit on and uh, not crush any of the petals important so whether you need to learn you need to know learn nothing because nothing is at the heart of everything so forgive people do what they do because they know not what they do if they knew better they would do differently yeah so forgive and varada hasta is connected you give for people becoming better so that they are continuing to have what they have they are doing what they are doing only better so for that you have to give yeah we have sama dana bheda danda so what i'm doing is i'm uh, i haven't done so, i'm kind of doing a little bit of danda danda basically means restraint or stop yeah to facilitate stop or to stop doing something and then say this is odd yeah so danda little bit uh, okay what i'm doing mostly is bheda differentiating this versus that yeah um because i have this unique perspective of nirbhij yoga which is so distinctly in contrast with how things are being done so i have uh, and guess how long i took to figure this out that it is so much in contrast to how things are being done and hence because of the stark contrast i can speak from this and then say bheda yeah bheda now why am i doing this bheda um for summer so that we can come to mama okay mama is uh, when we say namaste i ma like 
my home ground mother ground when we say mother tongue why we say mother tongue is because uh, we connect with mother tongue and then um, i don't know if we really say father tongue unless the father tongue is different from the mother tongue but still we call it as mother tongue it's more like what we are home okay there is mother tongue and father tongue okay but but we call our we call it mother earth yeah we call it um, motherland yeah so there's a reason why it's called ma it's like um, in music when you go from sa to you know sa re ga ma pa da ni sa or you go by do re ma do re mi fa sol la ti do yeah from do to do <laughs> do to do okay in the middle yeah when you come from lower sa or lower do to higher sa or higher do um ma is like the middle ground how uh so re ga ma how is um okay pa pa or so is the middle uh is the fifth sound from sa or do or do and when you come from upper do or upper sa ma is a middle ground so for our thousand petal lotus to draw from our head to the bottom of our spine we need to come to ma yeah ma or uh, fa hmm fa yeah that is middle ground yeah you need at least come to ma so that we are on middle ground not just losing it up or you know so we are keeping it our footing where it, um where it is more better to contemplate so that you're not uh, um disrupting something yeah which and which means it's also closer to our thousand petal lotus coming to the bottom of our tail so that we are sitting on health wealth and wisdom yeah okay ma sanskrit and uh, music very nicely goes together it's also syllabic language phonemic language yeah nice ooh nice okay ma so my ma like when i say ma when i say saying another person's name if i don't go by sir or madam and actually call them by their name i would be and and i'm not being derogatory or i'm not being you know um uh, oh you you know and not cautering to another person's uh, name yeah and uh, actually in honor of myself at the same time them um then i would be saying the name appropriately like how their ancestors may have named their name named them uh with a certain magnitude of beauty of how their name needs to be pronounced with the proper syllables the proper uh, relationship between the syllables and how their name needs to be said in honor honoring the name which is basically what namaste mean name aste like may you be as um as glorious as your name yeah namaste okay as your as a glory of your name kind of namaste so when the namaste when they say they say mama like when i say mama is like i but if you only say i like in me 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 u ni ya ubi and you and you and uh, it's it gives rise to a superiority or inferiority complex vis-a-vis somebody else but when we say mama and we remember that mama is an, another symbolic representation for maintain the common ground the equilibrium between me and you so that i'm not going into superiority inferiority complex or 
or having you experience superiority or inferiority complex. So we'll be having a common ground by which we can have a conversation. Otherwise, we go into Sir, Madam, and then we miss the whole essence of why we are having having conversation because you know something that I don't know, and I know something that you don't know. How will we exchange information if I'm going to be calling you Sir, Madam, and then I can only say certain things which you, which I think you are ready to hear, when that may not be the case. When in in a conversation we say hello, we shake hands, and we are acknowledging. Mama, in a way, yeah. Um, to have a, a congenial communication, and if you're going to kind of restrict and limit and uh, be limited by sir and madam, we cannot speak what we know that the other person probably don't know, and they know something which I don't know. But there is no exchange possible when we are limited by the sir or madam. So you've already kind of put a gate to what can be said and what can be heard and then and then guess how the conversation goes yeah it's already lopsided so why we've met people with a namaste or a hello like with a handshake we are kind of through our words we've kind of lopsided the imbalance the common ground so conversations go a little mm, not as well as it could be when there's an equal listening and hear and speaking so forgive i'm also here giving for better humane interaction humanity across boundaries so we have the diwali crackers and uh, hopefully this is going to enlighten you no know, light um uh enlighten's more like on route I mean, it's on route, E N R O U T. So it's going to lighten on route. You're becoming better. So it's enlighten. So I'm like on lighten. No, enlightened. Okay, but on route. We're all on route. Yeah, we're on a journey. And uh, a little light will better our journey on route. Becoming better. So forgive has that sense. Yeah. So, but uh, maintain your prudence because um, for that you need to contemplate well on what you're thinking. Um, I took a few hours before I could kind of uh, speak about the lotus being on top of the head to need to come to the bottom. Yeah, mama. Very nice music and Sanskrit and everything. Sanskrit. Um. See, a little by little, you catch yourself. You master. You know. Okay, I'm going to read out something. Um, the beginning of mastery is that what you are mastering at most comes up for you immediately when you have uh, failed with what you are mastering. Okay. Um, okay. That is to say. You consistently, immediately catch yourself when you fail at what you are working on mastering. So Sanskritam. So I'm work. I'm work in progress, and I have this to share. And uh, there's something else I wanted to say. Forgive was one bit. One bit. Another bit was the lotus and thing. Ma. Another thing that I wanted to say is, uh, oh yeah, Nirbhij Yoga. cleaning the inner dan in alchemy 
So the process begins with you registering uh, for a one-on-one -on -one discussion, a one-on-one -on -one session online when you begin to start cleaning your inner alchemy so that you have what it takes for your lotus to drop to the bottom of your tail. Okay, for you to have what it takes to have health, wealth and wisdom sustainably in a way that it works for life I mean, mythologically, timelessly. This is what it takes to maintain health, wealth and wisdom. So to begin on that journey, a journey of a, of a thousand steps begins with registering for a one-on-one -on -one discussion. That's when you begin to start cleaning your inner alchemy so that you're coming to innocence and innocence is required for having clear conscience, for having pure consciousness and that is cleanliness is next to godliness. So when you're having clean um, conscience and consciousness, life becomes really beautiful. You know, it's like having a clean house, nice air to breathe and um, you know, earth, water, fire, air, spirit, space, all nice and, nice, and nice and beautiful. We come to more, the list of diseases being eradicated. One person, two person, lot of people, all the people. Yeah, list of diseases eradicating. And uh, people not having to stand with guns across the boundaries. Yeah, uh, we would have humanity cross boundaries. Yeah. Where the boundaries means my skin as boundary and your skin as boundary. Yeah, we are ma we are maintaining humanity, humane across the boundaries of our skin, not boundaries of our country borders. Yeah, we would have Terabithia, Bhumi, planet Earth, Earth home, Earth home. Okay, we would be living in the present moment because yeah, we would be living in the present moment. Thank you for listening. Well, the present moment is also the country of Terabithia. When you can constantly, well, well, it, the present moment is also an evolution. But it requires at least you're living in the present moment. Yeah, that's one way of thinking of it. But you got to clean your inner alchemy and be able to maintain it clean. Like a, you drink from clean glass. So if you can maintain the glass clean at all time, the, what you drink from it tastes better. Life tastes better. You have a tasty, you have fine taste. I've said, yeah. So to have fine taste, register and let's start discussing. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.